we'll try to keep this one really, really short. Kind of going forward, I think we should probably shorten these up a little bit. Good luck I've, with that. Well, I'm going to try. Okay. Because, yeah. I want these to be less about opinion and, and rant more, so just kind of focusing back you on... You think you've gotten enough rant out of you that now you can refocus yourself? Yeah, I think, I think so. Although the world tests my patience especially <laughs> recently um but i definitely want to keep this focused towards just towards this because um, i don't want this to be about anything about me it's not about me it's not about you it's yeah. not about anything so mm -hmm. i mean just the whole ministry in general is going to be just more directed towards christ and scripture just in general so um, I just we both obviously with your video that you made um, we mentioned it on the live but we just wanted to make sure that that focus is directed and we don't care how small this audience is if it means that it's it remains really really tiny just because we're not trying to tickle people's ears and just put things out there that people want to see or want to hear then so be it that I you know I'd rather have like I like said I think we'd have five real people mm -hmm. than a hundred fake you know yep so anyway um I think among that though I, it's been kind of on my heart to talk about all right well then what are we gonna do what's our point with the ministry what what is the way that we can to describe it but first off, we need to talk about this unchurched movement because we're kind of part of that, but we're, I also want to make a few things very, very clear. Mm -hmm. I think this whole movement, this whole unchurched movement is really, really dangerous at, the, at its core. Um, there's there's a lot of truth to it in some ways which we'll go into but at its core it's really really dangerous because what we tend to see is people going you know downplaying religion and downplaying the church and upplaying their own personal relationship with Christ saying well I can live my life however I want to you can't judge me only God can judge me type attitude that's that leads huge. to that that's really really big and that's really really you know and that that because can be religion further has been so damaging to right, so exactly, many people for yeah. so long the human system has and that very... couldn't be so much for like so far from the truth mm -hmm. because that that you end up worshiping yourself this ends up being that mm -hmm. self idol that's just you think that you think that it's Jesus, but no, it, it it's you're 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 giving in to whatever your your selfish desires are, and then just coding it with with Christ, which you can't do. That's because that's the Antichrist. I mean, that's literally yeah. Satan. That's not that's a false light. That's your. So, I think that's what results from a lot of it, and so the. In itself, that attitude is definitely dangerous, and we have to be careful. 
and I want to make sure that we are definitely not portraying that church is bad don't have a church you know or you know that all church is horrible and Satan and the government have infiltrated the church you know and like whatever the the conspiracy well a lot of that may be true um, in general I think there's still you know Christ is still at the helm of everything so it doesn't really matter but uh, you know I want to make sure that people just don't get that assumption that we're out there dumping on these things because I know I tend to be hard on a lot of different people too but I don't want to come off as that I'm just dumping on these things so <clears throat> in that movement you know it, I guess the, the truth of it is the unfortunate truth is that the church has done a great I guess the reality is and we've talked about it a hundred times before is that it, the church is in complete apostasy across the board mm -hmm. and so that's where there's a huge reality to this I think that this takes somebody that's got their everything right you know in the spirit and, and they're a very spiritual person to I think to be able to to speak like this I think from the outside people are just like yeah stupid religion you know which is unfortunate because that just it just gets people I guess to ignore the truth you know, and, and they realize that that's exactly what people are doing and we can perceive that that's wrong, that, you know, obviously, you know, okay, well, you're just trying to live your own selfish life. That's what you're doing. So that's, but it's masking the true problems that are in there. So in that being um, that it's in complete apostasy just in itself, it couldn't be more hypocritical. It couldn't be more false in its doctrine that it's teaching. Um, these these numbers that you know games that churches across the board have tried to play uh, just to get souls won um, I mean the result of it is what I mean I, I don't is very small you know on a larger scale which the Church of Christ should have a much larger impact mm -hmm. than than that and a lot of what you know we can see in the world but I'm talking about within our own borders the the country that's bleeding inside um, the problems that we're having are just a breakdown which starts in the family which should have started in the church you know and, and just and that got lost so over time you know this is this has been the results of what is ex you know that is what is happening now we can see that most churches are about greed, you know, money. That's a, that's the first thing that somebody who's anti-church or anti-religion will say, you know, oh, it's just greedy. They just want your money, you know. It, it's very true. Yeah. It's very, very true. They're not wrong when they say They're that. They're not wrong. Um, not everything is like that. There's, you know, again, you know, I'm not being completely direct about it, but... I am saying though I think the impact should still be look be larger and I think our, our problems would be a little bit less not saying that this is all the church's fault obviously the world and it's in its downward spiral that it's in is not the church's you know job to sit and pick it up out of the spiral but it is uh, there to be the light 
of Christ. And I think our I think our light is just so dim, especially in this country, uh, that that it just becomes apparent when you say, okay, well, most people, you know, identify themselves as Christian, yet don't live by the word. Don't live by the word, you know, and, and we see that from the the very bottom to the very top. Now, so. You know those those arguments are so right, um, but so I guess I'm done being careful with what I said about the about the um, you know I, there's definitely a need for belief because you can't just come to to the Bible and take things out of it that you want and and you do need some sort of guidance in you know where you're getting your food from I'm not you know everybody has to learn some way otherwise you can make the Bible say whatever you want to say and that becomes apparent you know people just take little verses that they think that they mean and they just pull them out of the sky and they post them and well I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me so I've decided that you know, I'm going to be an astronaut. I'm, I'm going to be an astronaut, and I can do it. Well, and the funny thing about the whole unchurched thing, on one hand, I get it and I completely agree. I don't want anything to do with this. Sure. Largely, our kind of mainstream societal Christian American church. I agree. That's yeah. in complete apostasy. That's all about their big fancy buildings and their light shows and all of that. You know what I mean? So on one hand, the the mass majority of the church today within our country, you're right. I will be unchurched from that because I want nothing to do with it. But then you flip that on its side. Just coffee shop Christianity. Yeah, no coffee shop Christianity, please. Um, then you flip it on its side, though, and you've got, you know, Lauren Daigle with her losing religion, right? I've got to lose religion to find God. You've got... Yeah, I noticed that that was the title of her. I think that was one of the things that I first said when, yeah. when I had seen her. And, I was and like... it's like, technically, some of the things you're saying in here, like, yes, that is true. But, you know, and then you get into this. Well, I don't need to go to church. And it's not just that they don't need to go to church. They don't need to seek Christ because only God can judge me, so I don't need to be a part of the system. Okay, yes, I agree with you. You don't need to be a part of the system because the system that we have is largely crap, and you shouldn't want to be a part of that. Right, but people but... forget that, People forget that. yes, Jesus was in the face of the religious when he came, and yes, he was against that, but he also was teaching his in large synagogue. Yeah. you know, in synagogue, so he was also... So it's very important to have that community, though. Um, whether it be, it does not need. It does not need to be a building, and that's where I, we found that we didn't even intend to. So this is where God. We definitely see God has worked in our ministry because this is one thing that me and you never really discussed, but we've realized as time goes on that wow, there's a there's a ministry there for the people that maybe can't get to church sure. that would like to have that community and would like to have. You know that sense of it but because of personal either health reasons or because they're caring for well, somebody and the or they don't have a good church that doesn't choose yeah, true the doctrine in their area is most people can't find right. true doctrine right being taught. right and we can see that in the little polls that we've done that that's that's really a large problem mm -hmm. uh in that so 
being able to fill that ministry has been nothing but a blessing, you know, just a, a, unintended. Sure. We definitely, neither one of us went into it, but we're glad that we, I mean, we both have been blessed at seeing the, and, and seeing the messages and, and, the, and the people pouring their hearts out that say, you know, that, hey, I'm in this certain situation and I'm not able to get there. What you guys do has been able to to strengthen me and put my eyes on Christ and not that not that we have done it, but you know, definitely Christ has spoken through you guys to to this person. So that's definitely been a huge blessing on on our side of it. Um I don't really remember where I was going, but I kind of want to take it to, though, my big problem with this is that 90% of the church is in apostasy and nobody's doing anything about it. Mm -hmm. And everybody's comfortable with it. It's not that you're anti-church, you're anti-the church being apostasy and nobody's standing up and right, saying, Right, and saying hey. anything. And it's so funny because I see this even from the very top that... A lot of even the top pastors will talk about this true biblical, you know, teachers that are great teachers and they talk about it. And I'm looking around, I'm saying, okay, but nobody's doing anything about this. Mm -hmm. Everybody's just comfortable with it. Everybody's still standing outside in the parking lot on Sundays, talking to each other, laughing in the parking lot. Yeah. Like, Okay, like, I'm not saying that you need to put on your Superman cape and all of a sudden bust into, you know, and save the world, but we're still not doing anything about this. And um, I definitely, we have been blessed recently. We'll go ahead and give him another shout out. I didn't even think it was going to go here, but I'm glad it did. But we've been blessed recently to come across a new ministry. As with all of the ministries that we have, we definitely don't mean and we definitely don't want to favor anybody over the other because we definitely support everybody out there that we have. And there's so many great companies and things that, that, that Heidi and I both uh, want to do going forward with you know um, all the different companies because we know that there's so beautiful family ministries, beautiful out, there. Family ministries out there and we support everyone equally um, but there's some that kind of fit um, you know obviously we are different parts of the body of Christ um, and there's some that more fit your your part of that body um, and, and kind of um, just kind of represent what you're trying to do and where your ministry is. Mm -hmm. um, that's why set apart, set apart. That's perfect. Mm -hmm. um, that's like totally our, our way of, um, you know, our ministry. Um, but recently we've come across rapture awareness Aaron and Charlene from Rapture Wear. They are absolutely amazing. You can go ahead and just tell them. Because yeah. we, we didn't actually put out the one. No, we actually have a podcast that we're going to do on this all together. But yeah. it's a husband and wife. They've got an incredible story. They're actually sharing their story in our free um, e-magazine that's coming out March 1st. Um, so it will all be in there. But they are making 
Aaron had this this vision, this idea of what if we put this message right because we believe that this time right he is was sitting close. in church he's sitting in church because we believe right that the time every day we're a close a day closer to christ's second coming and obviously before the second coming is the rapture so every day we're we're drawing a day and day closer which i know to this. people have asked about in, in yeah we'll do an end, end times, times. One. we'll do that one so yeah but aaron had this this vision of making these t-shirts that would give the message of what's going on the truth of scripture on t-shirts right so when the time does come that we are caught up to be with jesus that these shirts would be left behind with these message and scripture and all this on the shirts for people to find and so rapture awareness stay caught up.com they've got shirts right now you guys you just do a donation they'll send you a shirt they've got new shirts coming stickers all kinds of stuff. yeah their their whole ministry i don't want to sum up because um we're definitely going to have them on to talk and say more about them but i mean a lot of their ministry is based off of first corinthians fifteen fifty two and first thessalonians four seventeen. Um, and just there, yeah, it's their, their tagline is stay caught up or get caught up. Yeah. Uh, and that's what he was thinking. He goes, uh, you know, rapture awareness, get caught up. Well, right. And, we spend so much time and attention and money on all of these raising awareness for all of these things. And right. he was like, let's raise awareness for the rapture because it's coming and everybody's asleep. The church is asleep. And then those outside of the church are outside of the church and need to know the truth before all this stuff happens. Yeah, and it's such just an in-your-face bold ministry mm-hmm. that I just absolutely love. Yeah, it if just, you guys watch any of our stuff, we wear the shirts, the sweaters, the whole yeah, thing. It's fantastic. And, it's really cool. And not only, they're, like I said, it's just a beautiful family ministry. Uh, definitely a heartbreaking story. Yeah, but it's another family that's dealing with all kinds of struggles. They're living completely by faith and we're just seeing, you but know, But they're just God so just awesome. And and I think they, you know, I, both of them just are so full now and just so, um, you can definitely just see the light of Christ in, in, in both of them mm-hmm. and, and what they're doing. And they're probably going through, again, I don't want to talk for them, but they're probably going through one of the, the roughest periods of mm-hmm. their ever of yeah. their lives um so well actually i think they would definitely agree with that yeah. but um they're just you know while they're going through this period the lord bless them with being able to start this ministry and uh, we can't wait for you guys to hear their story it's just super awesome mm-hmm. um they will have an article in the magazine and we will have them on at some point somehow um, but anyway, I, I don't want to go off too much and make it sound like an ad <laughs> for them, but I definitely want to. Um, but uh, that's just how in your face that is in that ministry is and how serious um, this time is. And that's, you know, with, with the church, we're, like I said, we're standing around in the parking lot you know or sitting after sunday in our coffee shops laughing everybody's and i'm looking around but what is everybody laughing about what is you know it's just like do you not see what's going on in the world do you not see yeah do you not really pay attention and understand like i i it underst- doesn't directly affect us we don't really care i understand um you know people don't get the luxury sometimes of 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 being able to be on completely one side of it you know i know some people would love to be but they're only able to do 
you know, mm-hmm. so much, so much. So, um, you know, being on this side of it, I've definitely been blessed, but it's so time to wake up and start doing things differently right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not time to be laughing and joking and just acting like there's nothing happening. Um, there's the, the condi- I mean, we just cannot be asleep at this point. I mean, and, and things like, that's why, like I said, I love that ministry. It's just, um, rapture awareness for, for well, what is that? What, well, there's a reality to this. And there's a reality that we have a promise that was that was given to us mm-hmm. regarding this. And it's the key event before a seven-year period of time that is going... The likes of which the world the has wor- never seen and will never see And again. will ever see again. Mm-hmm. The end. So, I think that's that's why this message is so important. And that's why I think it really, really fits well with what our ministry is. Because our ministry is, we started this whole thing on this unchurched movement and everything. And our for us personally, that that's kind of what happened with us. I was very dissatisfied with it. You know, we don't we don't need to go back into the story. I think most people that would even listen to these know by now mm-hmm. the story. So, um, but also, uh, uh, because these things haven't happened yet. Like Second Peter two three says, it's like verse eleven through thirteen. Um, what kind of lives should we live since all of these things are yet to be dissolved? Is basically, and the coming of the Lord is it's coming, and it's coming soon. So, what type of lives? should you be living and leading and for our ministry that's kind of the result is we we saw these things happening and we felt so much of the world you know seeing that just infiltrate the church the work environment the corporate environment everything so for us our way of dealing with that was pulling ourselves out of it which really needs to become a serious contemplation if you're a true believer in Christ to I think everybody um, you need to start thinking I'm not saying you need to leave your job your career but I'm saying that you should probably start thinking about where your heart is and thinking about the reality of these things because yeah we don't know when these things are going to happen But again, I've said it a million times that Christ gave us a perfect outline of the things to look for in the idea as a heads up. Now, we're looking for this catching up with Christ event is the next event that we're looking for. It's a signless event. It's going to happen in a twinkling of an eye. And boom, done. Um. So it's it's not some 
something that's going to be preceded by these just astrological signs and um i mean you know uh you know terrors and you know different things like that those things will come after however christ gave us again most believers have a really hard time differentiating the the difference between the second the rapture and the second coming it's two separate events the catching up and then the christ foot touching feet touching the Mount of Olives is a completely separate event you can't say that Christ comes twice he doesn't it's it's one coming to earth the rapture is a separate event separate event where we're caught up before the second coming which again we'll go into a complete different podcast about that but anyway uh, he gave us the conditions of the of the things that we're going to look towards this this time period, mm-hmm. and it's happening. Every single one of it is happening right now. And in order, if you believe in this, in this, um, in the rapture, which I say, if a lot of people don't, and a lot of people don't teach that. That's very, very unfortunate, and I'm yeah, super. Yeah, the scoffers and the mockers are within the church, even. Right, and uh, I know Aaron and their ministry are working on videos to spread more knowledge about it, more information about it. Um, I know Andy Woods is a great person to go to. Um, you know, JD. Um, like I said, we can kind of go over like some loose stuff in a podcast, but it's not going to be anything like they could offer you um but uh, yeah that's the only reason why i say if which is really unfortunate because it's been labeled especially this new movement in the church which is another reason for um the exodus out of the the mainstream normal church for us uh into more of a home-based ministry and um, just kind of standing firm on it was just because of, you know, the 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 mainstream church, the mainstream idea is very much against this rapture idea and, te- and teaches against it and teaches it as a falsehood or something that's just not something that you're supposed to think about, worry about, um, look for, look for um, or you have this complete other side of it where you have the kingdom now theology, which is an another little part of going to be a little bit part of our ministry um, because we are definitely not of this world and not do not believe that we are ushering some kingdom in before Christ can return um, that's a that's a very prominent view in a lot of the church and in that we're building the, the kingdom and we're disciples and we're apostles and we're to go and and take all the gospel to the nation well then you know then you see what happens in uh what was it oh, we were just talking yeah. about it with the missionary mm-hmm. see that's what happens with that type of attitude not saying that we don't go and preach the gospel but thinking that we're going to I don't get this go one last preach try, yeah exactly well, jesus then jesus can never you know come and that's not that that is a they claim that this rapture doctrine is a newer doctrine that has been um introduced into the church where you know anybody that's 
halfway educated on it knows that this was something that the the early church believed and taught and even something that um, was talked about in in you know post apostle first century um, writings so and it was actually it's funny because it's it's brought up multiple times it's kind of alluded towards this type of idea in scripture too to where these people are getting your idea off of Christ and getting your idea on this kingdom okay well yeah, yeah don't worry about this just worry about here and now and building and growing mm -hmm. and planting seeds and Rick Warren and this type of people are none of the apostles could make it through their letters without talking repeatedly about right, the coming of Christ right exactly and and also I mean this this seems to me in study that this was an issue in the early church and I know this is with Hymenaeus and Alexander but I know that um, they there's a lot of debate on it and I, guess, I don't whatever but um, it, it seems to where they were leading people astray thinking okay well the resurrection all this stuff has already occurred you're in the kingdom that yeah. was just kind of the idea of it and it's it's now it's something that's really prominent in the church mm -hmm. and that's all you hear about and you hear these terms that you don't even realize i mean even good churches do it even good pastors are are lost are not completely sure are are really not that's another thing that's just frightening is most pastors don't even know where they lie and this is such a clear topic because it's it's biblical. I don't want to give an a, 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 a opinion on it. This is something that you can easily pull from a basic understanding of scripture and basic understanding reading basic reading. I mean, you you can tell you yourself before I even got into this realized in the Old Testament that hey, there's a whole bunch of promises here and things that still need to occur these these covenants you know these things like forever and different literal land covenants these things have to be fulfilled and you took that happen. off of a basic reading off of scripture mm -hmm. this is that's proof this is before you had any legitimate you know um like I said, you were just reading the Bible for yourself. You looked up things yourself. You searched things out yourself. But obviously, the the obvious reading for it is you you find out the area of these lands and these different things that God talks about. And you're like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute, wait, this hasn't happened, you know. And then so you you start to ask these questions and you come to this understanding yourself. So it, it's not it, it's not a difficult thing. So that's why it's kind of frightening that it's not and I and I don't yeah I don't want to be um yeah I want to be make sure and leave open there you know another view for it but it's, this is more ooh you're eating my candy anyway <clears throat> talked for 30 minutes BT dubs okay so I don't know how, what you want to rushing it up what I will what I was saying with that is it's something that's not being taught in the churches the churches are confused so the church in turn is 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 not focused on these realities right 
we want to hear these good things. We don't want to hear these negative things. We don't, that A.W. Tozer comment that I reposted, it was perfect with that. It's like, yeah, it, when you hear him preach, he sounds morose and it sounds depressed and it sounds, um, you know, like I'm preaching biblical truth. But that doesn't make me feel good in my life here yeah, that I'm building Yeah, and that's for really myself. unfortunate. You know, so that's... And I think definitely that exodus out of out of the church for us was and revolved around just no reality to the word and no you could see the fake little fluff of it but there's no meat to it so mm -hmm. that was part of it for us so that's another um, why their ministry fits very well with us because it's just so upfront in your face uh, here it is whatever and that's what the intent of what we always wanted and, and to to put out there because our ministry our reason for homeschooling our our reason your reason for minimalism the reason that we've been on the journey that we've the faith journey that we've been on has all been god working through our lives sometimes when we didn't even know it um Actually, I think probably most of the time, I think a majority of the time now that that we did it, but the, um, he definitely was, was just doing all kinds of things just to lead us, uh, lead us to this point that we are, we're at now. Um, but our, you know, the... So leaving this corporate environment for us and, and leaving the church and then doing this on our own is very much a result of a very, very true belief that we have that we are on the last thread here of this period of time and that our catching away could be at any moment. And we want to be making sure that we are doing our duty as servants until we want to be caught doing these things so we don't want to be caught with a bunch of stuff we don't want to be caught in love with the world we don't want to be caught all these different things and you want to start making sure that you're that you really do have your priorities correct and that you're not lukewarm mm -hmm. um so that's definitely a lot of why he led us here uh, is, is because of just the urgency of these things and it's something that's always been on my mind it's always been on my heart and i was kind of hoping that i would get some kind of different uh i actually went into this hoping that i would get some sort of different view out of it um, that my focuses wouldn't be because that was something that I was always accused of is that it was always a negative outlook in the way of you know these different things and I knew that I had just kind of like a you know end of the world conspiracy type mindset <laughs> a little yeah. bit not as much as you you go crazy but I definitely it's, had that it's mindset not crazy if it's all true <clears throat> like I never believe we didn't land on the moon and you know that the the oh earth is flat gosh. and that stuff. Okay, but, well, I don't believe that. But anyway, we clearly recorded those moon landings. But I definitely was that 
you know, that type. And I was kind of hoping that I would go into and learn kind of some understand. And that's definitely not what happened. And that's definitely not the result of. So everything that you see, everything that comes out is just the result of us truly believing that we are living in the last days and that we are, are attempting to live that. And, you know, we chose the name Aquila and Priscilla um, to do everything off of. But, um you know, we we look at what they were doing in the midst of, you know, the, the persecution and the things that were going on around the time that they were there. And, the, the, you know, they were in, definitely in hiding. They definitely had children in their mix they, in their church. So they were definitely schooling their children and but keeping it, obviously, um, teaching people. And, and raising these people up in, in this time so uh, that's that's in a sense what we're doing um, but we can see um, be, because of God's promises we can see that we uh, as believers can start to get really really excited because he's right around the corner mm -hmm. uh, we don't know the day or hour of course uh, but we know this time and season is here and it's now and uh, we've got to a point in humanity and the world and the church that we don't recover from. So if we're not going to recover from it, then we have to reform it. And we have to do it different until he actually gets here. And that's what our attempt is for everything. Um, and I want that to be clear to everybody. You know, anybody that does the homeschool program, anybody that listens to these, anybody that, you know, comes and hangs out on the live, anybody that stumbles across. Yeah, we're crazy lunatics that believe that the end of the world is near. Um, but we want everybody's eyes on Christ. And we want to share, you know, with people that, uh, you know, this world is not yours, that we're looking for a coming kingdom not this one so we don't get wrapped up in the in the affairs of this world you know what what soldier gets involved in so you know civilian pursuits uh, you know we're soldiers of Christ um, we have but that's not here um, you know we don't get our crowns until we see him so that's what we're fighting for is we're fighting to to be able to stand in front of him so that requires a lot of pulling away from the world and the things in the world definitely the public school system um, the church in some manner that's why I started this with making sure that I made it clear that I'm not trying to trash the church and it's important that people have a community and a church but if this reality of this this is not true biblical doctrine is not being preached we're, we're pushing people away we're doing these things that are absolutely hurt we have to get out and we have to change it and, and we can't there, there are certain things that we can't do that are out of our control uh, but this starts more so underground that this doesn't necessarily uh, you know start in the world don't don't look for it out don't look for this change in the world look for it in the um you know in the in the hearts of people not not out not out there in in the world in what the world says it is so that's what this ministry will always try to go for this is what um but it's it's just really really important 
not to not to get caught up in this whole church is bad community is bad argument um, but also not get caught up in this this church faith that's church that's an apostasy that's pushing your eyes further away from Christ rather than closer to him um, because if it was yeah, if, church, it, if your church is encouraging your oneness in this world in various different ways that's an issue yeah and that's what's happening a lot because that's not what because tells us but you know what when you're going to church on sunday if you go to church on sunday if you go wednesday whatever if you're listening to this like what you know what are you really teaching what are you really saying what am i really hearing am i hearing things i want to hear am i really what am i really and what are you doing Mm -hmm. are you asking yourself are you ready to meet your lord and savior are you ready to be able to stand there and give a record of everything? Of everything? Not in a judgment. We know that we're not, we're not, we're not this caught up. We're not going. We're on the bema seat judgment, which is a completely different, completely different idea. This is a more of like a, you know, we, like I said, bema seat. So it, it's a runner. After you, you, you win the race, you're going for going to get your your crown um but also there's an indication that there's a lukewarm church here in revelation which means that right which that means that that has to fit the bill for somebody and we can see all the different warnings that christ gives to believe to the church in all the letters in Revelation, every single, well, not every single one of them. Like, what, Philadelphia? I don't want to go into that. Anyway, but still, the warnings that we have. Don't get caught up in that. Make sure you're asking yourself these questions like, are you, are you lukewarm? Do you have your priorities right? Is my relationship with Christ right? Am I caught in sin? Am I caught in in whatever? Is what's my church teaching? What's my pastor saying? Is you know, those those are all the different types of questions that you have to start ask asking yourself now, because it's gonna be too late pretty soon, and and somebody's getting spit out of his mouth, and I just hope that it's nobody. It would come across our ministry. <laughs> I know it's not. Yeah, I'm with the people that we have that that have been brought to us that we haven't and that we've been blessed with. We have some super awesome people, um, but again, our our we want to remember that we are all we are all um, servants of Christ. So it's our duty to do these things and remember that we have to judge within the church not outside of the church so with love not we don't you know we're not coming at anybody with a righteous stick but if it's not pointing eyes to Christ and teaching false gospel what are you doing then what are you doing so I know I said I wanted to keep this really short. Hopefully it's not a mess. You'll listen to it. We'll see. Either way. Um, 
so yeah that's what this ministry is about um that's what super cool to be able to get involved with rapture awareness um just like i said i think their ministry just kind of for like tells the story of our ministry almost um in the way of get caught up and we're like the the uh this is what we're doing to maintain (laughs) you know and and what we're looking for until that day Mm -hmm. so um yeah. So we should rebrand everything. Just maintaining. Just maintaining. <laughs> yep. 